Hello Leo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Leo November 2022 astrology horoscope forecast. If you want more free goodies to help you make the most of the starry possibilities, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com which is in the notes underneath the video or podcast so you can access all the things I make for you. This is for you if Leo is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other placement of Leo that you watch for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you are a very late degree friend, Leo friend who has like August 15th through the rest of the sign or like 23 degree Leo placement through the rest of the sign, then I suggest you additionally listen to my Virgo report because both the Leo and the Virgo reports will have pieces for you. Okay, so we are going to talk about Jupiter waking up, thank goodness, going into back into a fellow fire sign, so yay. We're going to talk about Mars officially in retrograde now. It's been a very long prelude and talk about what's going on there. And of course, we have the second of two eclipses in this very heated eclipse season. So we're going to talk about that. And we've got a very different month at the beginning of the, or the first half of the month compared to the second half of the month because the Scorpio energies dominate for the first half. And then the second half, we move into very friendly to Leo, Sagittarius placements. So we're going to talk about all of the opportunities there. And I'm very excited to share all of this with you. I'm calling the theme of this month for Leo's the call to adventure. And we will get into the details as to why I'm saying that later. Okay, so let's just take a piece by piece here. The first thing that I wanna talk about, partly because Jupiter is my ruler and it gets me very excited, is Jupiter waking up. Many things that had started to go to sleep or lose steam in July are going to start waking up now. And this is going to happen despite the fact that Mars is in retrograde officially as of October 30th. Okay, so Jupiter waking up the giant gas giant that rules enthusiasm, optimism, growth, expansion, and change is going to start relighting up your publishing, speaking, teaching, learning, long distance travel, and yes, your house of adventure. The energy of Sagittarius is all about those following the horizon line as far as it goes, which we know it never ends in our you know shape of a, of a world here, and just really calling, calling or following the call or answering that call. And it's not just with like a physical adventure, but that could definitely happen if you're planning on taking a trip, if you're wanting to go far and wide, the opportunities are going to be very profound at this time. And if you're not actually going somewhere, you might find that you're planning a trip like this. If you're wanting to plan a move internationally or work internationally or some kind of business launch internationally, I'm not necessarily saying that this is the best time for business launches because we do kind of want to have Mars on our side if it's possible. But if something comes to you, um, then it's different than if you plan it yourself, but you certainly could be putting some wheels in motion for your launch, like in the spring will be a really great time. And just anything with this like far and wide view of the mountaintop, you know, changing perspectives, buoyancy, positivity, all of that's going to be waking up because Jupiter is waking up. And for Leos, this is doubly true because Jupiter is waking up in your house of what Jupiter rules, which is Sagittarius, okay? So this is like a Sag fest of ultimate proportions. And so yay, okay? So definitely be ready to write and prolifically express and do the things, you know, show your talents and find your hidden talents and express yourself and have your inspiration and, and in some cases motivation start to come back and ambitions. You know, even in the midst of Mars retrograde, certain ambitions might sur you know, surface in a very big way. 
Okay, so now let's talk about the contrasting energies of, okay, wait, so Jupiter is also going to go back into Aries very soon, which is fellow fire sign. So this whole time between now-ish, even though it's just got a little bit more time back in Pisces, it's only one degree away from Aries, so you're still feeling it now. Now through May of 2023 is going to be a fire frenzy with Jupiterian expansion. And you did get a taste of this earlier in the year before it started to shut down in July, okay? So that is going to come back and probably go even further because as I've shared before, when Jupiter goes into retrograde, it's a time to check those foundations for future growth. So if you're listening to this before November 23rd-ish, and you'll start to feel it even earlier in November, um, you might still be seeing things kind of working in the backdrop and just know that you're strengthening your foundation so that your skyscraper of creation can go even further than you had imagined or planned. All right. So that that's very, very good news. Now, Mars is in retrograde in the sign of Gemini. This is also actually really good news for Leos too, because the aspect that's made between um, Mars and uh, in Gemini and Leo is a 60 degree angle, which is our other most favorable angle in all of astrology. It gives you lots of opportunities that you actually have to do something with, uh, but they will be there and you might have to look for them, but you will find them. Okay. So from like the summer or winter for you all down under of 2022 through the spring or fall for you all down under of 2023, Mars is going to be making amazing angles for you, which is going to help you redo how you use your energy, work more efficiently, go back into things that were very fulfilling, you know, question um, things involving your energy and how you do things in ways that will be super productive. Now, it can make you feel lazy in general or on certain topics, maybe certain things you're supposed to be doing or that you think you need to be doing, you just have no connection with doing them at all. That's a typical Mars retrograde manifestation. But then other things are lighting up. Either Mars is making you hot on something else or Jupiter is waking something up. So the big key for this month is to notice when you're experiencing the Mars retrograde frustration that comes from pushing an agenda or trying to make certain things happen. Take your foot off the gas there and start to follow the things that are flowing, okay? And maybe you have to test and do a little bit of experimenting to see what's flowing. Or in some cases, it will be super obvious. Certain things in your life are going to be lighting up, and when you work on those things, they could be flowing very smoothly, okay? So this is not a time to force, but it is a time to align your energies with the things that are naturally working. And that's not, even it sounds like it's simple, like, oh, well, why don't, why doesn't everyone do that? But we know we don't do that, we push, on the thing that's not working, get ourselves frustrated and whacked out and, you know, lose our presence of mind, which by the way, if you find that you are hitting frustration and you're having trouble getting your center back and you want to experience stress in a more positive way, watch my video called Change Your Life in Two Minutes or Less. It actually can change your life in two minutes or less. And it is a stress um, clearing balancing mechanism that you can do yourself that I teach you how to do in the video that actually can help you re-access your prefrontal cortex, which is your higher learning, higher understanding, higher insights, intuition, which is what gets completely shut down and inaccessible when you are stressed out. So let's say you're cruising along, you're having a good day, and then you stub your toe and then everything goes down from there. Well, that point at which everything's going to go down that's, I can't get into all the details of what happens here. I talk about that in the video, but there is something that goes on structurally and then physiologically in your body that causes your magnetism to change, which causes you to then continue pulling in all of these challenging things. 
you can cut that off, change the energy, and get your center back by doing this simple thing. So this is a time where tools like this, like I'm sharing with you, are likely to come in that will help you to use your energy better. And the more you use those tools, the more you're going to completely rework how you do things, completely rework how you see things, and have amazing opportunities to soar to higher creative heights than you've ever imagined. So I'm very excited about this for fire signs. I'm a fellow fire sign as well, and you can see I'm pretty pumped up about this time. Okay, so let's see. There are Mars guidelines, Mars retrograde guidelines that we're not going to cover in this video because there are so many other things to talk about, but I do recommend you educate yourself about this. If you are in resonance with how I do my work, then you can look for Annie Botticelli Mars retrograde and find my video and blog about this and, um, and we'll give you guidelines. I also have a lot of guidelines in my book called Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe, which you can walk into any major bookseller and go to the Mind, Body, Spirit section and it's on the shelf, or you can order through any independent um, or online source. Okay, so what do we have next? All right, so let's talk about the Scorpio energy. So as I said, the first half of the month is going to be very different than the second half in general and for Leos. We are going to be bogged down with some pretty heavy emotion from the eclipses. These eclipses are in a tight angle for Leos, putting a lot of pressure. We don't have to fear pressure. We have to just know that home and work are going to be pressured for you, and you're just going to have to deal with that. But these could be really positive. Maybe your family is trying, you're wanting to expand your family or your home or your housing or buy a home and your work is expanding and you're having more demands there. So stress can actually be positive. This is something else that I'm wanting to get very loud about at this time is this way that I have of doing things where I frame things in a positive light, even if I'm telling you that this could be stressful, is not sugarcoating. It's, it's a mechanism that has made sense to me that I now have gotten more information on that scientifically proves that if you reframe stress, that you can have a different experience of stress and that your actual physiological outcomes, including mortality rates, because we know that mortality rates from stress are very high and it's like the leading killer of people. Um, but when they've done this research, which I'm not going to get into all of this now, they've seen that people who think that they're overwhelmed, who think they're not dealing with things, who think that stress is killing them, who think that all of this is happening, are really... Um, you know, experiencing it physiologically in different ways. Now, I'm not saying that someone could be having stress affect them in ways that they're not aware of and that they're avoiding, because that definitely also happens. But people who truly are like, okay, bring it on. Like, I'm ready for this. I have the tools. I have, you know, the, the willingness. I'm going to, to move through my fears. I'm going to move through, you know, um, with a positive spirit, deal with things as it comes up. They, they're, it actually slashes mortality rates by 50, almost 50% when someone has a different way of reframing things. So my way of doing this is actually quite functional and protective for you, okay? So, so maybe you'll be open to it, all right? So the point is work is going to need more attention and we'll get into why in a minute. Home is going to need more attention. That attention could be super positive or it could be drama that's annoying. You know, I don't know how that's going to manifest. A pressured angle is a pressured angle but there's heavy emotion in the home, family, real estate, housing, childhood psychology, you know, parents, energy sector from October into especially the first half of November. Now, we'll start to have a shift in the, in the second half of November as those emotional 
you know, focusing on deep intimacy and connection and your emotions and other people's emotions and having to hold space for their emotions and all of that, that's going to shift when the planets start to move into Sagittarius and then it will just be a jolly, busy, creativity, passion project frenzy of ultimate proportions. This is one of the times where Leos really thrive and really, really get in your groove and, you know, seeing Leo in their most passionate expression is one of the most wonderful things to watch. You know, your natural charisma, your natural fire, your natural glow and contagious enthusiasm, that's going to bring a lot of things alive for you in wonderful ways. And you're going to see very big opportunities to do your work, either for money or not, like your your creative work, your passion work. Things with children are going to start lighting up in the second half. You know, again, bucket list stuff. This could tie into, um, you know, Jupiter's thing with taking trips or international things. If you're wanting to go on an international trip, there are multiple layers here of November being a really good time for something like that. You know, and again, that's not going to be universal for every single person. Um, and we still do have Saturn Uranus square to contend with in October where there'll be global implications. We don't really know what that's going to look like yet. But in general, if you're listening to this now in September when I'm posting it or early October before Mercury is clear, I would wait until the middle of October to start trying to really define and plan your trips because information is going to come in and we want, you know, that Mercury retrograde is just not a really easy time for planning things is the point. But once you get into the middle of October, if you want to start doing some deep planning for November, you might have a better time. Okay, so now... Oh, the other thing that is going to get lit up in the second half of the month is romance. Okay, so the fifth house is the house of true love, romance, dating, passion, and all of that is definitely going to start a very nice upswing as of the second half of November and into December for Leos. All right, so the last thing, and while we're on the Sag topic, let's talk about the days around the 23rd, okay? That's when Jupiter wakes up. That's also the day of the new moon in Sagittarius. Now, a new moon in a fellow fire sign is something to majorly celebrate, Every Leo can have special new moon wishes, especially along the lines of everything Sagittarian ruled, which I listed before, the teaching, the learning, the expanded projects, ways of seeing things, travel, all of that. But those of you who are in the early Leo sector, so we're talking about our July friends, like one of my besties whose birthday is July 22nd, like all of you in those first couple of days, first couple of degrees, you know, most of the July born, really, will have extra goodies that come from that new moon at that time around the 23rd. Okay, so now let's talk about the eclipse. The eclipse cycle um, is the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle. This has been happening since the end of 2021. It's going to go through the end of 2023. It's in process the whole of those years, but there are hot spots of manifestation where where the implications and the effects are, are coming front and center. And that happens in the four to six weeks before and after the actual eclipses. So the beginning of September through into December is eclipse season here where the karma and the dharma and the clearing out things and the opening of new things is is happening in a very big way. 
So in general, this polarity has been ruling the home and family sector for Leos. So you've been noticing some pretty fierce experiences on the work front, on the home front, on the family front, and on the housing front. There's probably may have been a lot of drama or a lot of things going up or coming up for you in this time. So now, and these are pressure points, like I said, this is, you know, a 90 degree angle that each of these um, Scorpio and Taurus placements are making. So October 25th, we have a solar eclipse at two degrees of Scorpio. And I talk about the implications of that um, in the October report, but those effects are going to still be flavoring uh, November. Okay, so that, that's just as relevant for this month as it is for October. Now, November 8th, we've got this lunar eclipse at 16 degrees of Taurus. So this is an ending in the um, work, career, father figures, you know, guard your father figures and your connections with them. This is sometimes it happens that a father figure leaves us at this time, whether they're alive still or not, you know, there's some kind of rift, there's something. But I always like to tell people when I see these energies about to come, if you've got some things that you need to be right with, with your father, and they're still around, and you can like make the effort to write them the letter, to, you know, to try to make things as right as possible, you may be very handsomely rewarded from that on many different levels for now and for the time to come. If your father has passed um, or is in some way inaccessible to you, you can still do deep dad work. Okay, so father, father figure work is really coming up at this time and really looking at how you have been influenced and shaped by your father, father figure is kind of a topic that's coming up. So certain patterns that you may have had present for your whole life because of something that happened or didn't happen there, you know, absentee father or issues of some kind like that are really shaped who you are and those things may start to come out and want to be addressed at this time. And even though it's a little bit yucky, it can actually change you if you're a, you know, um, a father or want to be a father that can change how you father. Um, it can change how you work with the male sides of yourself, of your relationships with men or male figures. All of this can be completely revamped at this eclipse time. Okay, so be looking out for those type of energies or someone may just lose or change a job and that could be a positive thing. You could be retiring, you could be ending a job because you know, you're, you have other things you're doing, um, but you're very, very, very likely to see manifestations in that area. Now, if you want to understand the eclipses more, like I said, watch my October report. Also go on to my Annie Botticelli YouTube homepage and go to the eclipse um, playlist and watch eclipses in Taurus, watch eclipses in Scorpio, watch eclipses in Capricorn, and watch eclipses in Cancer. Okay, so that will cover the signs and the houses um, of the possible implications of this whole eclipse season that will help you navigate better through the opportunities and the challenges that could come. Okay, so let's see. There was one more thing I wanted to talk about. This has to do with the fact that even though those water energies that I talked about with Scorpio are putting pressure on you, we do have the energy of water trine right now. Only if you look at the star goddesses, okay? So star goddess Black Moon Lilith and star goddess Pallas Athena are in Cancer. Then we've got that sequence in Scorpio. And then we have a bunch of energies, including two star goddesses, um, Juno and Astraea. Plus we have Neptune and Jupiter for just a bit more in Pisces. So this, these are in the energies of this grand trine, of a succession of grand trines, because 
before this time, now, and after this time, all the sequence of these energies are going to connect with each other in the form of a water trine. So that for everybody, this adds more harmony, more flow into our, um, our personal communication and connection, our um, connection to the divine, our realization of our personal space and our quiet personal pursuits, you know, intuition, connecting with people who've passed, guidance, angelic realms, all of those things are lighting up beautifully at this time from the Grand Chime. Okay, so I've given you a lot of information to work with to help you make the most of the starry possibilities. If you would like more free goodies from me, go to anniehelpsyou.com. That is the interface for all of the free goodies I make for you and all of my other offerings. And I also have blogs on that site, astrology blogs and more. You can go to cozybysweetstarlight.com. This is a beautiful site if you haven't seen it yet. This is an astrology kissed um, nest where you can cozy in and learn about how astrology can help you in your daily experience and also lots of tips for and spirit fuel for healthy living. If you want some free courses on unleashing your money magnet and wellness, you can go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E, life.com. At that same website, which is my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, you can find my very transformational programs, including my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you want to be a professional astrologer and earn money as an astrologer, I can teach you how to do that from ground level all the way up to the professional level, or if you'd just like to learn for your own personal um, development and helping friends and family, I can also help you there. And I have other courses that you can see there at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. If you're looking for readings or personalized astrology education packages, you can go to anniebclarity.com and see the options there. If you would like to get exclusive content access, so more content from me, helping you to understand your natal chart, giving you more goodies on the current and upcoming astrological transits. If you want to understand many ways that you can make tough astrological transits easier, you can find all that at anniebastrology.com. Now for my books, I have three books that are available and more on the way. You can find Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe on the shelf at all major booksellers in the mind, body, spirit section. And that is a very beautiful, hardcover, in-depth book. You can also get it online or at any indie bookstore. My other book, Radical Prayer, Transform Your Life and the World in 28 Days. This is a non-denominational prayer and affirmation book. I've heard a lot of people carry it around in their bag with them and refer to it often. It's a beautiful book. You can find it through any major bookseller and online also at indie stores. And my new release of my very first book, which is a spiritual novel called Tough Pill to Swallow. So it's a beautiful, supernatural, autobiographically inspired book. Tough Pill to Swallow is based on my experience working for Big Pharma decades ago, selling a drug that got recalled. And you'll see more about that in Tough Pill to Swallow, which you can also order online or get order through any major bookseller or indie book seller. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you in the next video. Bye.